Hello and welcome to another episode of the GA Scores podcast. I'm Conor Donnelly and today I am joined by Cahar O'Kane of the Irish News to discuss this weekend's Down Senior Football Championship semi-finals. First game of the day we've got Ballyholland against Carry Duff. It's Carry Duff's first senior Down uh, semi-final and other than the big one after that with Warren Point taking on the reigning champions Kilku. Um, of course they have a bit of history having faced each other in last year's final as well as Warren Point winning against Kilku in the first round this year in pretty controversial circumstances so it should be a good game. If you enjoy the show make sure to leave us a wee positive rating there on your podcast app of choice and without further ado let's get on with the show. Here's Cahar to talk about the Down Championship. Here with Cahar O'Kane of the Irish News. Cahar, how's it going with you? Too bad, Connor, yourself? Aye, all good, all good. Um, so we're here to talk down Senior Football Championship and it's fair to say so far it's been fairly eventful anyway, it's fairly explosive. Plenty of drama and plenty of extra time and plenty of penalties and uh, floodlights, you know, if there are big crowds at these games it would be class at the minute. Um, down Newry has a great habit of, of producing good occasions under floodlights. They're very good at it. And uh, it's just been a wee bit, you know, a wee bit different, like everything at the minute. Um, a wee bit sad nearly that there's nobody at them, but it is what it is. Yeah, and it's not looking like it's going to be something that's changing really anytime soon. So um, something that's, yeah, I suppose for the small of the minority who can get in at the minute, that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a chance to enjoy. But um, looking looking at these games then at the weekend, so it's worth saying, so we have Bally Holland against Cry Duff in the first semi-final, followed by the big one probably, especially with their previous meeting of Warren Point against Kilku. Um just taking on the, the first game there, so uh, Cry Duff, this is the first uh, down senior um, semi-final as far as I'm aware anyway. Um, what, what what have you seen of them so far this year and what, what kind of stands out to you about them? It's a massive, massive deal for, for Cry Duff to be at this stage and like, like most things, like most success now is built on something. It doesn't just come out of the blue and, and they're a very, very young team I think you know I don't know if they have anybody on their on their starting lineup over 25 um they won three under 21 county titles back to back and they are just you know they have been building towards this and they are you know there's a surprise packet of the championship in one sense and yet probably a lot of people in down aren't that surprised that it is happening because it has been coming for them um, you know, even going into the game against um, Bryansford the other night, like they would have still been underdogs, but there'd have been a lot of people would have would have fancied them, and three goals in the first half, and and they had a lot of the work done, and they're a very very young, very fit, very pacey side, um, with a sprinkling of of you know county standard young players um you know the two guinnesses james and and daniel guinness have have made a bit of impact at at inter-county level already um the goalkeeper mark hines is there Owen mccabe has made a wee bit as well and then ronan biddy you know was around the panel so th- there's a real sprinkling of real real good quality there um and 
I don't know. I haven't looked at what way the the bookies have priced it up or anything. But like, if you go on the last four or five years and Ballyhold having, you know, I wouldn't say hammered on the door, but been there, you know, they're they're always thereabouts in quarterfinals and semi-finals and never a million miles away. But I wouldn't say I've quite looked like a team that's ready to push on and, and take a championship quite yet and probably a lot of people would have carried off favourites but you know the bookies might have bally own favourites again because of their record over the last four or five years Yeah and I suppose is there just maybe something about carried off that they are just playing you know like against Bransford there in the, in the last game um, as you say the three early goals um, 13 point victory is there something about them then that they're actually doesn't matter Wads, you know, going into anything, and they just they're just sort of playing at the minute without any fear of that there, and just sort of doing their own their own game, really. I think that that comes with youth, um, and and especially youth that's used to winning. Um, yeah. When they come through, and they're all of that age still, where they're nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, and they're, you know, they don't have the fear, and they don't, you know, they don't play the game so much before the game. Um, yeah. And they just go and play it as it is, like and it, like it can be a big advantage in in circumstances like the other night. But then, you know, you're looking at the winners in against. Well, I, I would imagine that from their own point of view, and not for quality reasons, but just for the fact that the Warren Point haven't won one yet either. Um, I'd imagine either team would much prefer to play Warren Point in a final because then if, if that youth goes in against Kilku, you know, Kilku could could eat that up and spit it out um, pretty much because, you know, they've seen off and, and been better than everything and down over the last seven, eight years and and have all those ingredients themselves, but have the hard age and the experience of, of success and, and the, you know, a good age profile of their own where they've, you know, experienced lads and, and a good few younger lads as well, where, you know, like either Ballyhole or carried off, if they're in against Kilku are going to be huge underdogs, um, regardless of which side it is. And, they wouldn't be as big of an underdog against Warren Point, and yet Warren Point will feel that they're the one side that can beat Kilku in one of those sort of funny ways that you get yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and um, I suppose Curry Duff are going into this game. You know, they they've you know they maybe had they they suffered uh, defeat earlier in the year. Is it to Clonduff in the you know earlier rounds? We obviously you know and chatting about more important they came through like Clonduff are are a, a great side as well. So like Curry Duff kind of having that experience of coming through a game like that, and they, they obviously get beat. Obviously this year. A lot of championships, you get that second chance, and really they've just went for it from there, and they've been able to to grow as the competitions went on. That's it. Like uh, you know, carried off our our side that, or sorry, I was going to say turned off our our side that again have been knocking there and thereabouts over the last good few years, and as you say like a, a game like that probably did bring carried off on a lot, and and. You know the the uh, the benefit and the joy of of having a a second run at it, and you know 
I suppose Bryansford was the the biggest game that they've had. Um, you know, they wouldn't say they had it soft up until then, but they, you know, they didn't meet any of the heavy hitters on their way through the back door, and then they and then they they got a Bryansford team that I say I think they had a goal after. 18 seconds and we're just propelled by momentum and and all of the all of the good things that youth brings um and you know whether they're too youthful for a you know even like i say ballyholmed are fairly hard aged at this stage themselves um they have you know they have a good wee bit of youth through themselves this year um you know they won a minor championship three years ago, and are are getting a few of those fellas through. Um, I think John McGovern. Haven't seen much of him now, but I hear he's very, very good. Um, and they're just, they're you know Jack Murdoch, Jimmy Lawrence, Tian and Rush boys have got through in the forward lane um, where they're where they're starting to really really click. Um, and then they have a bit more experience. Like Paul Murphy still going in the middle of the field, twenty-five mm. years in the middle of the field <laughs> at mm. the age of forty, uh, and captain in the middle. Like he's a sort of man that you know to take Bally home to a county final and give themselves the shot that they've probably deserved. You know, over the last four or five years, um, they will feel that this is. You know, both teams will feel the same, but Ballyholm will be delighted that it's carried off in a way, you know, that that they will feel that this is an absolutely massive opportunity for them to get to the final that that they probably feel they deserve to be in. And, um, you know, it's just going to be a wee bit of a... You know, carried off will have the legs in, in areas on them, but, you know... If you give the legs no space to run, <laughs> it can be like, like it's set up for Kaid or sorry for it's set up for Ballyhole to to my mind. Like it's yeah. such a massive chance for them, um, and it's one that if they don't win, the you know the they might they won't get a better chance. Yeah, and especially when you consider the teams on the other side of the draws, which we can just go, go on to now anyway. So Warren Point, Kilcoo's the other semi-final. Warren Point will feel at this stage, you know, they've played a lot of the, and they've been impressive too, you know, beating Burren, uh, beating Kilcoo in that uh, controversial <laughs> game earlier in the year as well. And then I suppose it's those fine margins as well, because the, the Clonduff game, coming through that on penalties, like... You know, that's maybe something, you know, Warren Point obviously last year got to the county final and, you know, weren't far off it from Kilku there. And maybe would they be looking at kind of this here? Or, like, okay, you could say that Warren Point ideally would like to have, you know, uh, drawn one of the other teams in the semi final. But as you say, Warren Point probably fancy themselves as the team with the best chance of beating Kilku. Ah, they would surely. And, and they're desperate to shed. And I think they've gone a long way towards it already, but but in order to to properly shed it, they need to win one is the tag of that they're townies, that they're soft townies, like and that you know that hangs on them, um, and you know probably very unfairly at this stage, but it's still there, and and you can only ever get rid of it when you win, you know, because you can be absolutely sure that if if Kilku 
turn around and win this weekend, you know, it'll be said that, you know, Warren Point won when it didn't matter. Yeah. And Kilku won when it mattered. And, and so, you know, the tag nearly multiplies again um, on them, even though, you know, all the evidence of the last two years suggests that they are, you know, absolutely a match for Kilku. You know, last year's final, there was a stage where they looked like they were going to win it. Um, and it went away from them. And then, you know, we had the, the game earlier this year and, you know, there were definitely controversial elements that had a had a big impact on that game. It was at that game, you know, and but in a way it was probably a wee bit unfair that it took away from what Warren Point did because some of what they did was outstanding. And what they had that will really worry um, Kilku is that they seem to have the individual defenders to cope um, with Kilku's forward line. You know, Ryan Ryan McAleenan had a great game on Jerome Johnson. Patrick Murdoch was was absolutely brilliant. Um, he actually come up and scored two points from fullback, but he was a great fullback as well. He he had the better Paul Devlin until Paul went off injured. Um, and young Adam Lynch had had a good handle on Connor Laverty. Even you know he seemed to be a wee bit of pulling home off the ball, and that you know another referee or another set umpires might just not um, might just not be as lenient and might not let him away with as much. But he still you know he got away with that night, and he was brilliant then. Um, he, he he dominated. So look defensively, Warren Point will feel that they are right in it. And then they have those, you know, those couple of classy forwards and most, you know, Ross McGarry is still um, their talisman, really. Alan Davison was quiet the last night, Donna Magdalene. And, you know, there's enough there. There's definitely enough there that Warren Point will feel is a match for Kilku any night. And what about for Warren Point then? Um, like, how much for them do you feel now that there is two ways of looking at it? There is the this is set up, say, Kilku when they won when it matters, Warren Point won the last day, you know, when it didn't matter as much. Or the other way of looking at it is Warren Point are facing Kilku in a semi final rather than a final like they did last year. Like, how, how important could that be for Warren Point just in what you've seen of them? I. I like to be honest, and it wasn't at the final last year, but I saw a good bit of it, and and I saw clips and you know read reports on it, and you know for for having been such a long time without being in a final, they didn't seem overawed by it um, at all, and they don't seem overawed by Kilku. They they actually look like a side that relishes Kilku. They enjoy it almost. They, they do. They really look like a side that that thinks you know you can imagine the draw coming out and you can almost picture them going yes you know rather than the the curse word mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know yeah you can you can just see and so i i, I don't think it matters a pile to them you know whether it's a semi-final or a final all they see is kilku and all anybody in down has seen for the last eight years is kilku and that is the game that you have to win in order to win a championship so um 
I don't think I don't think it makes a massive pile of difference to be honest. What about Kilku then? Since that first game, obviously lost and fairly controversial. You know, oh well, you know, like there, I think you said maybe it kind of takes away a wee bit from what Warren Point did that day. But you know, Kilku have obviously recovered from that game, went ahead. You know, they've sort of came through their their games uh, to reach this stage as well. Um, from their point of view, they're looking at. Yes, this is another crack at Warren Point, um, but more importantly to them, they'll be just looking at this is an opportunity for us to get into another final again. Or do you think they almost like um, keeping Warren Point down, like, you know, like held down is almost probably is more important to them at this stage? There's, a, I think there's always an element of that with these teams when when that comes about and there's, there's somebody... Um, coming at you that you feel you need to keep your foot on their head yeah. and keep their head on there because yeah. if they get if they get up you know they'll put their foot in your head <laughs> and uh yeah and and i think there's a massive element of that in this game um between these two because you know there would have been a sense before the final last year that you know people probably felt warm point would be overawed by it and and even though it would have been felt they had the quality, um, just the whole occasion, and and you know Warren Point weren't really given that much of a chance of actually doing it, and then you know they came so close to doing it, and uh, and then you know the earlier meeting then this year, um, really backed that performance up, um, in terms of proving that they're at this level, um, you know Kilku did very well to get over Burn, um the 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 following night out after after the one point game because they were down um they were down Aidan Brannigan and uh Dylan Ward through suspension then um and they just had to reshuffle the pack and the one thing about Kilku is they don't seem to have a huge pile of depth. Um you know you'll see it's generally the same 17 and 18 players. They, t- they tend not to make five subs in a tight game. Um, you know, it's maybe one or... Like that night against Warren Point, they only made one sub, um, which was Dylan Ward came on. And that was because Paul Devlin got injured. So, um, look, you know, as much as I said about Warren Point feeling that they have what it takes to shackle... Kilku's forward line. I think one of the big things in Kilku's locker is the exact same sense, you know, that like they have some, you know, their defence is so interchangeable. You go and watch them one night, like that night that they, they played Warren Point, um, like the full back line was Niall Brannigan and Aaron Brannigan. Uh, Aaron usually plays wing half and and Ryan McAvoy then against Byrne played full back. He was midfield against Warren Point. He played full back against Byrne. And Mark Ryan Trainer. Um, you know, Eugene Brannigan can play wing half back or wing half forward. Niall McAvoy has been playing mostly as a sweeper, having been sort of renowned as a cornerback. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. it's a very, very interchangeable defence and it it's interchangeable in the good sense of they don't seem to be panicking to make changes. They seem to, you know, do a lot of work on their on their matchups. And, you know, Niall Brannigan didn't let Ross McGarry score from play um that night. Uh Aaron Brannigan had the better of 
Dara McLean and um, and Daryl Brannigan was was on top of Alan Davison all night. So they got their matchups perfect and their matchups worked. So you know it's really really going to come down to who like it's going to be tight. I look if you're if you're looking a wee bet in the draw or a bet on penalties, getting the penalties like <laughs> you know. Like it's, I can't see there been really more than hair's breadth in this game, um, because both defenses haven't worked out, and uh, and it's going to come down to something, you know, very small. Who's free taker is the best game, or who, you know, who gets the rub of the green with the, you know, because Warren Point got the rub of the green off the referee that last night, and um, and won the game by a point, and if that goes the other way this time. Kilku probably won the game, so it's just you know talking about making predictions. Like he couldn't make a prediction on this. Yeah, and I suppose like uh, with penalties being such a new thing now, and Warren Point have come through a penalty shootout, I suppose there on Sunday. But it, it how, do, how do you feel just on that? How do you feel about the penalties being part of it now and that finishing on the day? Is it something you're in favour for? Maybe as a keeper, maybe you're not. But uh, is it something <laughs> you think adds to it or not? Well, or? As a keeper who, who as a keeper who in fifteen years I don't think I've ever saved a penalty. <laughs> uh I mean say nothing about it, but uh no look I, I think I think it's it's brilliant. Um to be honest. I I've been you know I, I'd always have been in favour of, of having a look at this and since it has come in I think it's been a massive success because look, you know, you'll always get this it's cruel. And it is, in a way, you know. But but losing is cruel, you know. Yeah. No matter what, we, like, and I don't. I hate talking about playing myself, like. But I lost, you know. I lost five junior finals with the club, like, and they're all horrible. And and you know what I mean. Only one team ever wins a championship at the end of the year, and and everybody that gets beat, most of them suffer in some horrible fashion. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, everybody loses at some point, yeah. and and it just like replays are such a disaster for fixtures, you know, such a disaster that, you know, I I actually think that in time people will come to realize that this is much lesser of the evils. Um, that, you know, for the winners, you get your break, you get your same rest as the other team gets. Instead of having to go, you know, had had Warren Point and, and Clondoff been sent to replay, they'd have been playing Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, you know. And by the time Warren Point come to Kilcoo on Sunday night, they'd been busted. And and it has a far bigger impact on their chances of winning a championship. So, and you always have a 50-50 and a penalty shootout, so you have to take your chance and think that, you know, if we get over this, this is better for us. So you could go into replay and lose the replay anyway. And, <laughs> And I just think that, you know, there I, I think there's a real thing against it. I don't understand it really. Like there's a real thing against it among a lot of people because it's a soccer thing. Yeah. It's like um you know, great saying of it, you know, the CPA usually a lot, it doesn't matter who's right, it's what's right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't matter where we got the idea from. If the idea works, you know, uh, I, and I think it does. 
Yeah, I'm sure yellow and red cards had to come from somewhere. I don't know whether I got that wrong, but yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of it's somewhere. It's just as long as they're taking penalties with floodlights on. That's the main thing. <laughs> and, and, and like, I remember, I remember. I can't remember who Eddie Kerr. I think the great Kilkenny order a couple of years ago. Just literally a couple of years ago. Now yellow cards and red cards have been a thing for twenty years or thirty years. And and he was. I remember him doing an interview and he was scowling about no need for yellow and red cards and hard and just you know point to the line if you and it's just hurl like, away, hurl away, <laughs> scalp away, and uh, I look. There'll always be an element that that thinks it's better as it is, and some t- not all changes progress, but I think this is definitely a good change. Yeah. Um, so if you had to call it then anyway yourself, so I know that there the one point uh you you going for a penalty shit out there then? <laughs> hey look, genuinely, um do not rule it out. Um if it doesn't go to extra time, I think it'll be a point either way. Um and it's gonna come down to a late free or a late score or a late something because there's very little between them. Yeah. And who who from the first game you think will be um, come through that there? Like to be fair, um, Ballyholland are hardened over the years, and they're probably a wee bit tiny bit more hardened by the the Lot and Island game. You know they needed extra time and a very late score um, the last day to get over it. They have a, f- a few more veterans. They have a a couple of sticky men in the defence and and um and and they're probably strong in the full forward line where carried off might you know might be just the most susceptible in their full back line. So um I would just say with Bally Holmd on that one but but you know again if you know, if carried off uh, this young team, if they get the confidence up, if they can get scores and get a run on the game, um, you could find that they could run the legs off Ballyhold and, and the space that opens up then. So, But I'll go for Ballyhold, just about. Yeah, okay, great. Um, Carf, thanks very much for joining me. Um, that's great. And sure, we, um, we'll look on at the weekend and see, see um, what happens then. Cheers. No bother anytime, Connor. <laughs>